You are listening to the Ditch the Budget podcast, and I am your host, Heidi Ramore. I'm a wife, a mom of two young boys, and I've spent the last 17 years in financial services as a licensed financial planner, insurance specialist, and debt crusher. My goal is to show you that there's more to life than counting calories and paying bills, and that you truly can get out of debt and build wealth without the restrictive budgets and complicated spreadsheets. So if you're ready to reduce your financial stress and truly live the life of your dreams, then tune in and let's do this. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Ditch the Budget podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Ramore, and I'm just excited to continue this conversation. I think we've kind of gone through a little bit of a journey. We've really looked at uh, assessing where we are today. We talked about beliefs that we have around money. We talked about our financial goal setting and how to really do that through the lens of how do we want to feel, which kind of leads us to the part that you might be thinking about. And that is how do I overcome challenges that might arise as I embark on this financial journey? Because let me tell you, there'll be tons of resistance. There'll be tons of times where you'll maybe get off track and you'll think, oh, I can't do this or what's wrong with me. And I wanted to just go through today some of the common challenges that I really see when I'm implementing and helping my clients implement their cash flow plans. And really, this I think is true for anyone that's on a financial journey that you're going to come across some challenges and resistance. And it's equipping you and arming you with how do you overcome some of those things. So I want to go through four common ones today. The first one is really around control. So I often hear, I just can't seem to get a handle on my spending or I keep going over budget. And maybe that resonates with some of you. Of course, the name of this podcast is Stitch to the Budget. And while I don't believe in budgets, I do believe in a structure and a strategy. So I think that there are boundaries that we need to set for ourselves. When I'm walking through a cash flow plan with a client, that's exactly what we are focused in on. And I really think that when we're looking at overspending, going over budget, going over our allotted amount that we've allocated, it's really important that we understand what the root cause of the spending is. So often it has absolutely nothing to do with, oh, I just can't control my impulses to buy. It has more to do with how you're feeling. There's a reason why it's called retail therapy, right? There's a reason why that's the name that we give it when we shop, when we're feeling emotional about any any reason. It can be a happy emotion and we're shopping for a gift for somebody. It can be a sad emotion where maybe we're grieving and we're compensating with food or other things. There are so many different ways to unpack some of those feelings. And I think it's really important that if you're finding yourself constantly going over to really take a second with a journal and a pen and think about how you're feeling and what what those feelings are actually driving you to do, right? And I think it's so, so, this piece is really missed by a lot of people. So that's number one. That's the first one that I hear very often. The second one, the second common challenge that I hear is my partner is just not on the same page as me. And this can be true and untrue depending on how we really look at it. I think if we look at the the actual thing maybe that our partners are maybe looking to buy and maybe that's not a goal for us. So a perfect example was I was working with clients and 
the husband really wanted to buy a boat. That was something that he really wanted to make sure that they were allocating dollars towards saving and looking at maybe a hybrid approach of funding it. So using some debt with a plan, right? Manageable debt. And then also having money cash up front uh, to put down as a down payment. And his partner, she was just like, I'm not really on board with this whole boat idea, right? Like, I kind of think we're going to need a new car soon. And that's maybe where the focus should be. And so they were really not aligned in in that. But when we really drilled down their feelings and what they really wanted, the feeling of that boat was really all about connection. And while she really wanted a new vehicle because she was being practical, also one of her feelings that she had was to feel connected and something on their list was yearly vacation. So we kind of had to take a look at that and say, okay, here are two things that you want that are providing that connection with each other. So let's really look at how do we come to an agreement? How do we come to understanding, recognizing that the lens we're looking at this goal through is connection and how you want to feel. And so that really helped us determine what was going to be, you know, the allocation for the extra funds. So not getting your, not having your partner on the same page, the solution, if I can call it that, or a tip that I would give is have those discussions. How does your partner want to feel? And if that's too fluffy for your partner, because, you know, sometimes it is, I would say let's talk about what their own financial goals are and let's see if there's any overlap. I also think when we're working with a partner who obviously comes from a different background, different money mindset, a lot of the times it's really important to get on the same page quickly. And for some of you, that might be really hard, especially if you're not on the same page or it's been a while since you've been on the same page financially and money stuff just invokes arguments and things like that. So I think it's really important to establish a weekly, a monthly money date. And I've talked about money dates in the past, but essentially it's looking at one day on the calendar that you can look forward with your finances and really look to what's coming up. Where are we going to be spending our money? You know, what are some of the things that we can get excited for? Where are we going with our finances? Instead of dwelling on the past, the past mistakes, the things that we've done in the past. I think those are the things that are going to be really, really helpful for, for, for some of you. So that's the second one that I would say I hear often is a partner, your partner not being on the same page. The third challenge that I often hear, especially when we're establishing any type of savings or sinking funds, So again, a sinking fund is just saving for a known expense that's going to happen, but that expense does not happen monthly, like a birthday or a holiday. And so it's putting, allocating a budget towards that and then spreading it out, the, the cost over the number of months you have to save. So for example, we have Christmas coming up in about eight months. If you wanted to save $1,000, you would spread that out over the eight months and create a monthly or even a bi-weekly, if you're paid bi-weekly, allocation of those dollars so that it's tucked aside and it's available for you when that event happens. So oftentimes a challenge in that is we know what our income is, we know what our expenses are, and then we have all of these things that we want and all of these sinking funds to fund and the question is, but I don't have enough money 
to really fund those feelings, those how do I want to feel feelings that came up when we were doing our goal setting exercise. So one of the first things that I do with clients is I walk them through a little bit of a money audit to really find out where is the money going to understand, are there any money leaks here? Is there any inefficiencies? And this part can be really difficult for for a lot of you because it's tedious, it's time consuming, and quite frankly, it's not an enjoyable experience. If I'm being totally transparent and honest, it's not usually an enjoyable experience And where I see a lot of resistance is, oh my gosh, I've got to pull out all of my statements. I've got to go back a few months. I've got to really figure out where the money's been going. And sometimes you just don't want to see it, right? It's it's like you know where the money's been going, but seeing it in black and white, knowing that it's going to Target or Amazon is just not, you're just not there yet emotionally to handle, oh my gosh, this is because of my spending, And so what I would say for that is book in a call with me, you know, shameless plug, but I think that that is something that I can definitely help you with, especially getting started with how to do that money audit in a way that feels good and isn't scary and just give you some tips and tricks around that. So in the show notes, just make sure you go and book a call, Um, but really doing that money audit and finding some of the money leaks you know, on average, I'm finding clients about $300 to $500 of just inefficient cash flow. So money going maybe to pay off debt where it should have been allocated somewhere else, because if it was allocated somewhere else, then we would avoid adding to the debt or, you know, subscriptions or just, you know, eating out too many times. And that's not how they want to feel. So it's really identifying some of those money leaks will really help you with that third challenge of I don't have enough money or it feels like I don't have enough money to fund how I want to feel. So that's number three. And then the last one that I want to go over, and there's many challenges that can can arise, but these are the common ones. And really the last one is I'm feeling overwhelmed. I don't know where to start. I'm really struggling here with it just feels like I have so much to tackle. I have to look at my retirement. I want to look at, do I have enough insurance? If God forbid something happened, am I paying my bills correctly? You know, why am I going to overdraft? There should be enough money here. Am I managing my debt properly? Am I paying off my home if that's a a goal of mine? Are we funding these sinking funds? Are we paying for the rep hockey? Like sometimes it can feel super overwhelming and not knowing where to start. And honestly, again, I would say book in a clarity call with me. I'm really, really great at providing value during those calls and just getting you started on the right track. Even if we decide not to work together, I think it's really important just book in that time with me and we'll go through some of these things so that I can really point you in a a direction of, okay, this is critical. I think this is where you need to start because it's going to be different for everyone, right? Some people are going to start, need to start with a journal prompt. Some people are going to need to start with listening to my podcast. Some people are going to need to start with that money audit. It really depends on where you're at. And I'm, you know, if I can toot my own horn for a second, I think I'm really strong at identifying where somebody needs to start. So please book in that clarity call with me. But that feeling of overwhelm, I think you just got to start and just pick something. And although it might not be the right place to start, I think just pick somewhere. If you want to do a money date, that would might be a perfect place to start. If you want to do a money audit, that might be a, an appropriate place to start. But I would say just start and we can always tweak it along the way. So I would love to hear from you. 
What challenges are you facing when it comes to reaching those financial goals? I'd love to hear from you. Take a screenshot of this episode. Tag me in your stories at Heidi Ramore. I would love to hear the challenges so that we can I can help you work through some of them. So that's it for today. I will see you on the next episode of the Ditch the Budget podcast. Bye, everyone. 